everyone and welcome back baby to between realities this is season three episode seven how the hell are you my name is alex i am joined here by my co-host skiva skiva how's it going dude pretty good buddy looking forward to today's show yes yes as am i as am i as i know all of you are Thank you for joining us in the chat, everyone, today. Uh, Zero Cool is in the house, of course. Lissa VR here, one of our newest and most loyal fans. Thank you, Lissa, for being around and being in the chat all the time. Uh, Quick Silva, uh, Rebecca Silva, who was our guest last week, is chilling with us today. So thanks for joining. Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, right. We had Tom Clancy last week. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else do we have here? Morp Central is in. What's up, Morp Central? Good to see you, man. Um, Tones My Bones is in the house. Delirium Drew. Gamertag VR. Somebody sub, dude. What's up, dog? Good to see you, man. Uh, Cody, what's up? I love you, Cody. Thanks for being here. A Patreon um, as well. He is a Patreon. Yes. Yeah, you guys should uh, check out our Patreon. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And subscribe. And Please subscribe. subscribe. Like and fucking We've subscribe. been having a hard time getting those numbers up lately. So so come on, click that button. Clicky, Do clicky, it right clicky, now. Clicky. Danny Hunkley, you don't have yes. to click it because we know that you're one of our oldest <laughs> subscribers. Thank you for being here. Um, you guys are all awesome. And thank you for joining us. Someone else has joined us today. And uh, this is someone who I'm a fan of, who I consider a friend who, uh, as we get into the conversation today, I would say is indirectly responsible for where I am today in my virtual reality uh, journeys. She is the uh, creator, developer of the popular Pixel Rip series. You all know and love her already. Please welcome to the show, Anna Hibero. Wow, thank you guys. Thanks for having me here. It's great to see friends, and especially now, right, in quarantine, so far away. But yeah, thanks. It's an honor to be here. Yeah. What's up, Anna? It's fun to talk to friends. Yeah. It's so good to see I'm, you. I'm surprised to see that I influenced you to be where you are. I was like, wow, really? It, it, it did. Like, Thank you. Of course. I mean, straight up. Like, straight up. By the way, before we go any further, the headphones, like the bangs, the whole look right now, on point. You're looking great. So thanks for, you know, wearing oh, the proper okay. accessories and stuff. <laughs> um, no, but it's, <laughs> it's true. I'm not in I almost half expected to see the the helmet when when the video connected. Yeah, almost the half expected. Here. To see it. I always have with me, and I have also the 2020 version. Oh snap! Have, uh, the old the first one. Yeah, that's the classic. Nice. Right there. I have I have three helmets now. And you take them with you everywhere you go, right? Anytime you leave the house. The I used to. Now you. I just take this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? The 2020 <laughs> version. Um, Actually, so, has lights. My brother did it too. The same brother that does this cosplay. I would expect nothing less. At this point, you know, any cosplay that comes out of, uh, of the closet of, of Anna, I would expect to be handmade by the family because they're the ones that, that have all the passion. You know, they're behind it just with you. So mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Um, it's good to have family that's into what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I, I've seen on a lot of your interviews, you mentioned your brothers specifically. Do you come from a big family? Yeah, I have uh, three brothers. And um, I'm the only girl. Growing up, I had like nine uh, cousins. And oh, yeah, wow. It was like crazy. <laughs> and I'm lucky because then that's how I got into video games. You wouldn't get games for girls in the 80s. It was really not a common thing. Mm-hmm. Still nowadays, but it was even harder in the past. But yeah, I have a big family. My my aunts actually, um, two aunts. One she do, she does the the cloaks, and the other one she did she does all the costume uh, 
uh, like boots and stuff like that. My brother does the electronics uh, and the 3D printing. Cool. Nice. He's actually a lawyer, but he's now uh, into uh, robotics and stuff. So he's studying and changing career, which is so exciting. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Robotics is definitely the future. Robotics and AI and uh, and brain computer, computer interfacing, which maybe we'll get into a little bit later. And honestly, but, that shit's... A Pretty cool, you know, like yeah. being a lawyer is great, but robots and technology yeah. and all that shit, like that's just cool. It's way better than being a lawyer, you kidding me? Sorry about lawyer people, but I, I work, I work, some people love it, of course. Some people love that yeah. area, but I, I worked five years uh, with uh, lawyers and judges, and it was not for me. Yeah, just yeah. playing just video games is this. better for some reason. Yeah. It's not for me either. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, like I mentioned before, and you know, I've told this story before, but Pixel Ripped and the Pixel Ripped team, dude, like they like really, really, really inspired me to like push forward and realize that this world is something that I absolutely needed to be a part of. Um, you know, I had my PSVR wow. at home. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm chilling with my PSVR at home and having a good time and, uh, you know, started kind of posting my firewall videos to YouTube and shit. And uh, then I come across a post on Reddit from Jesus, your guys' community manager at the time, which, I, do you guys still work with Jesus? Yes. Yeah, that's Everyone cool. Everyone needs Jesus in their life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, I had Jesus, uh, I, I talked to Jesus and he reached out on Reddit because as I'm sure everyone here is aware, and if you're not, uh, Arvory and Anna are from Brazil. So when they were coming to the United States for VRLA 2018, they realized that they didn't quite have the manpower that they were going to need to run this booth. And they kind of wanted to free up uh, Ricardo um, Justice and Laganaro there, kind of wanted to be able to get freed up to do some meetings and stuff like that. Um, so they reached out on Reddit to find some people to come and help them run the booth for Pixel Ripped 1989. And I reached LA, out. Right? Oh. Yep, in LA. And I, I hit them up and I was like, hey, uh, that's me. I'm your man, so you stop looking. <laughs> you know, like I'm coming, and uh, did a little interview, and they brought me out, and that was where I had my first true like VR community conference experience, where I was running around with the guys who were responsible for making this happen. Anna didn't make it to the United States for that trip, unfortunately. Yeah, we ended up we did the meeting mess. later, but that trip was huge. I ran the booth, I demoed Pixel Rip 1989 to everybody who wanted to be a part of it. And I got to like live and breathe that life for a minute. And I knew that that was it. I was like, holy shit, like I need to be a part of this. Like I yeah. need to be at every convention that happens for the rest of time. Yeah. And, uh, and we were until the convention yeah. stopped. And we were, you know, and then we ended up meeting at OC6, Anna. So seriously, like that's the story. Like that's why I'm here right now, you know, and uh, it's it's thanks to your game. Oh, this is great to hear. What, what can I say? Like, uh, yeah, you know. really happy that you after the event everyone was like wow it's so cool to hear that he's inspired you somehow right that experience i'm so sad i wasn't there i know but we met at, <laughs> we met at uh at uh oculus connect we did right? and and honestly you not being there almost like added a little bit of extra like allure and mystery to anna you know it was like <laughs> everyone was talking about it, like oh no trust me she's cool mystery. like she made this game she did this she did that you know so like just hyped it I'm up a little bit i'm not a mysterious bit. person <laughs> trust me, I, like i i am like an open book maybe too much sometimes so, wow, <laughs> is that a, is that a risk? 
no way i am like 100 percent that like honesty is the best quality ever just wear your heart on your sleeve be you 100 percent of the time unapologetically i'm all about it i think that's the way to be and it was great to meet jade oc6 and i miss it i miss going to these events you know like you you went to events all the time before pandemic hit you know like you got to be wishing that you could get back out there right strap on the the pink boots again it's weird because uh, um um, some events this is, it was the only time I would meet a lot of my friends and, and especially like GGC, Oculus Connect. So there was moments that I would meet friends, uh, developers from England that studied with me in the course and uh, the, the, the VR community, right? We would all meet at GGC or Oculus Connect. So I really miss, the, the thing I miss the most, I think it's meeting people because um course we're we're still in touch but it's not the same when we are in presence right no we're meeting vr but we know vr is, is great but it's not, it's not better than in real life so mm -hmm. i think that um that's the thing i miss the most uh, it's meeting people seeing catching up with people i don't see because of the distance mm -hmm. um it's great for showing the game you were networking but I think uh, it was a good time. It was like at least once a year I would see some people. Now, who knows? Mm -hmm. Today was supposed to be carnival. The world is crazy. It's the first time in history that I see Brazil canceling a carnival. It's a big deal for Brazil. Yeah, yeah. We're living in an apocalypse. Something like it's not. It's messed <laughs> up, dude. Hard to believe. <laughs> it's messed up. On the screen up there is a, a photo taken from VRLA um, when I met the Arvory team and got that taste that I was uh, just talking about. That's like a prize photo of mine. That thing's going to like mm -hmm. go down in history. It's going to be like the cover of my life's work novel. Or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and that's uh, Ricardo, the CEO of Arvory there. Mm -hmm. Ricardo Laganaro, by the way, I love that guy. Like he is such a nice guy he is so great to talk to he's so smart like the line is amazing you know like everything about like i really enjoyed my time with ricardo i think he's a great dude he really is very cool so yeah that was back when uh when it was just pixel ripped 1989 yep. right and now it's 95 and it's pretty awesome and we've had the line come out and we've had uh you know our our boy has, has Really put out a, quite a Emmy, few awesome games. An Emmy Award. Uh... Yeah, dude. Yeah. An Emmy, yeah. like an actual Emmy. Wow. Like that's you're like amazing. looking at the selfies of these guys that they're taking at their cribs because they send the Emmy to your house now. And you know, you don't oh, walk wow. up on a stage or anything to get it because there's no event. So all of a sudden they like oh, shows up and just like taking a selfie with it. He's like, here's my Emmy. We have Holy Yuki wow. coming on the way, right? Yuki's being prepared. Yeah. I got to play the demo yeah. of that at OC6 in an insanely crowded little hall room <laughs> that like after party <laughs> developer room is like people were just like completely packed in there and like there'd be like two feet of clearance around somebody swinging their arms doing like a vr demo you know <laughs> it was it was pretty cool um i got uh, i got the footage of of you guys at oc6 right now playing oh nice yeah that was awesome i that was like again that was another great moment because it was almost like a like a, it was like a year later from VRLA and or maybe a little bit more because 1995 was being demoed and I got to play 1995 and like see all the progress that had been made from 89 to 95 and that was awesome man God I loved OC6 oh, by the way Pixar 1995 <laughs> oh nice <laughs> I, I keep that thing yeah, I keep that, that thing close it's pretty good 
it's one liter, so it's pretty good because uh, I I know I have to drink two a day, and it's. it's I love the OC six shirt. It's like a really like Thank high you. quality Patagonia long sleeve shirt. Like I scooped two of those things while I was there. I wear them all the time. It's so yes. awesome. Um, by the way, on the way over here today, I listened to the Pixel Rip nineteen ninety five soundtrack. Like I'm in the car coming over to Skiva's place and that excluding considering rhythm games is definitely my favorite soundtrack in a VR game that I've played and that I enjoy. Like the music in that game is so good. It's done by Moon Sailor. And like, I, I'm curious, like, what was your reaction when you heard those tracks for the first time? Was it like, because I personally think they're perfect. <laughs> well, I, it was funny when, when, they, the, the team would come and would say, hey, there's this level, we need this kind of music. And then they would come and we were all like, wow! A whole team, it was hard to, I, I can't, I maybe remember one song that we asked to do some change, but it was like so, the connection was so good. This, this guys, they understand so much the retro feeling and they, mm -hmm. come on, they're so badass, they use a, a Sega Genesis. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know that, but they actually use a Sega Genesis to, Pass through all the songs, all the songs they played through the Sega Genesis. And now there is a cartridge wow. that they recorded the soundtrack, and you can put the cartridge in a Sega Genesis and it plays the soundtrack. It's no awesome, way! Right? Whoa! It's God, like that's crazy. So cool. Come on, like, you can't go better than that. Like, actually, <laughs> oh, like, playing the Sega Genesis. We, we <laughs> will do a video about it. We, we really want to do a video and show, but the, the pandemic came, but we will do a video with Langoni showing. And how they actually did it because I, I think this is like insane amount of work. They they, they had to kind of recreate a translate the song Sega Genesis, not just mm. like a plug, you know, it's actually a Sega Genesis. And they so, use like the sound card. And that must be really especially <laughs> cool for you, right? Because what wasn't the Sega Genesis like your your first um system that got you hooked on video games? Or am I mistaken? Or I mean the Sega Master Drive. I'm so old. It was the Odyssey 2. Ooh. <laughs> the oh, Odyssey wow. one was the first game. <laughs> that <Phone>. was the <laughs> Magna Box. Search on Google. Magna Box, the Odyssey 2. Wow. It, wow, nice. That's yeah. And I we remember. had the Atari. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was the Atari 2600. So that, yeah, that's where I started. That's where the, the magic really started for me. And then and then obviously Nintendo came out and just, that was the end of it, man. That was it for me. I was like all video games all saw, the time. And I saw Sega Genesis, which we call here Mega Drive. Um, mm -hmm. I remember it was that uh, we had this friend of my brother who was a rich kid. And every time there was a new console, we would go there and <laughs> the first. <laughs> and, and I remember we, 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 First, first thing I saw from Mega Drive was Altered Beast, and I never forgot that moment. It's still, it's still for me like a, one of those moments in your life that you think, wow. I was so mind blowing when I saw Altered Beast that I thought, wow, this is it. We, we can't go beyond. Video mm -hmm. games achieved its limits. Video <laughs> games now, the graphics, the video game was talking. I was like, wow, it can't go better than this. Mm -hmm. Man, do you remember that? Remember the first time video games actually had like voices and stuff? 
Oh man, that was that was such a big thing, and now we're like now we're going into the video games. Mm-hmm. That's TA wild. is in the house. Hello, TA Onion Man seventy seven. Thanks for joining us. Paradise Decay is here. The OG. Thank you so much for being here. Paradise Decay and Mepper is also in the house. We love to have you guys in chat. Thanks for showing up. Um, PD was mentioning in the chat the physical copy of Pixel Rip nineteen eighty nine that's coming out that has like a pink cartridge and shit like that in there it's really exciting I've, i actually i pre-ordered that thing the second that announcement came out and it has been quite a while i know there's been a lot of snags in the production as a result of COVID and things like that or whatever but now it's about to actually happen and uh you must be excited because you signed postcards for that thing like seven months ago <laughs> yeah almost a thousand and i was like oh i hope it, we get to do it because i signed all these cards we're so excited and yeah sorry it took so long it's all like bureaucracy now we finally we finally gonna have it ship it <laughs> that's pretty sweet uh, yeah we, i i actually sent this to box uh last week uh two weeks ago two weeks ago we sent it all the way to curve games all the cards i signed it um and i put it in a pizza box Don't tell <laughs> um <laughs> no i actually it wasn't a nice box it wasn't a nice uh, box <laughs> Uh, but I thought it was good to cover the the graphics. Uh, there's like a this place where we print the cards, and mm -hmm. we worry that if it goes to the government, they would think it's like uh, they would start, uh, put more tax on it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna hide it in a this box with a pizza box. It's so good. You look at it, you're like, wow, it looks like a box from the news uh, from actually office, like not like a, not like a box you did with pizza. No, I'm excited. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm getting the pizza box, but I'm excited to get a physical representation of the piece of the of the pizza of Pixel Ripped. It's you know? gonna happen. I, I think when I hold this game in my hand, like a physical copy, I'm gonna pass out. Because... Yeah, just start crying. <laughs> just... It, it's, um, it's something so nostalgic and special for. I think you. I never thought I would have a game in a box. Right. For me, this is like real. I, mean, I know we released the game, games, but I, there's something magical about it because that's how video games used to be, right? That's how we yep. remember this is a game. Yeah. This is real. Yeah, you have to drive to a store. Hopefully, they had a copy of the game you wanted. Then the whole ride back, you're like unwrapping the game. You get that new game smell. You're like Rough. flipping through the manual, the like so excited to get home and play this game. Right by the time you get home, you know all the controls already. Dude, I could you know? not get from the car. <laughs> to my console fast enough. Yeah. I remember coming home like yeah. from renting a game and literally sprinting from yeah. the fucking car, like, just, like dump out of that thing and running, slam that fucker into the second, you know, like yeah. I loved renting games yeah. as a kid, dude. That was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. And thank you for including that as a scene in Pixel Rip 1995. That's like such add, a great moment. We had to add that. Uh, we, we want to add more stuff. A lot of work to be, but that era, there's so much, right? There's so much to reference. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Mm -hmm. The goal, it's like one, one of the best times of video games, right? It's really hard to beat Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Yeah. The rental it, stores, the arcades. Hey, Anna, your mic is a little low. Do you, can you by chance, do you have a gain thing or, or maybe that'll work? Let's see. Uh, is it better? Oh way better yeah, that sounds good yeah that's awesome oh wow i have to talk really close sorry that's no that's good. cool that's cool <laughs> um yeah that time of like renting games and shit that really is like the magical time yeah. but it's funny because when you guys mention um like those moments where it was like 
ah, uh, like everything happened for me, dude, that even though I played games my whole life, that moment for me was, was Mario 64. Like mm. when I played Mario 64, yeah. everything changed. Like yeah. my brain fucking melted. I cannot believe how amazing it was to move in three, six, like run around in a circle. I couldn't you know? agree more. Like climb was, the trees, jump off, doing a hand. Mind blowing. The yeah. graphics were incredible. Yeah. Like I've, you never saw anything like that before yeah. with the exception of like, I'd see like a, a screenshot from a virtual fighter or something in a magazine, you know, mm-hmm. like I was never at the arcades playing virtual fighter or anything. I was a kid, you know, yeah. so uh, to, to get oh, Mario Golden Eye, Golden Eye. Oh, Golden Eye. Uh, I just remember like like always yelling at the person that that picked odd job. Yes, he was yeah. banned. At like my you're house. the yeah you're the cheater. Oh, you pick odd job because mm-hmm. you can't win. You know, because yep. <laughs> he literally had half the hitbox. Bond yeah. is like six feet tall. You yeah. shoot him like but odd jobs way down there, and yeah. like, you have to hit him. Yeah, that was it was horseshit. I the definitely 64, banned odd jobs. The good thing also at sixty four was the first time uh, we had a console that we all could play with no fighting. Because we're four kids, right? Me and my oh, brother. yeah. So for the first time, we could play all together at the same time. It was like, wow, finally, we don't need to fight anymore. Yeah, well, there's harmony in the in the first lap of Mario Kart, right? Everyone's happy. We're all playing together. Yeah, until you until the, the first lap rolls around. Yeah, and then yeah. you red shell you your brother right before he passes. I, now we're fighting. I literally had friends literally, like, throw their controller and fist fight over mario kart <laughs> literally fist fight and this wasn't just once this was many times you get hit with that blue wait, shell wait, you've been fist, in the lead <laughs> fist fight with the controller in the hand like fighting no they throw the, the controller and, and then they jump on each other <laughs> and just beat each other up you cheat <laughs> that game man that game oh god so many good games dude for me i think that was golden eye and, like, and i yeah. i was untouchable on my block you know like yeah. there's like that one kid that's better than everybody on the block that was yeah. definitely me and yeah. like learning that i wasn't the best in the world as i got older was like <laughs> a big part of growing up you know yeah. like that was a hard lesson to learn like i was pretty sure i was the best at every video game like in the world you know <laughs> it's only when you like get older and start actually playing against people you're like oh, yeah well now something. now we can play online and you can see how right. good everyone right. else is right yeah. back then that wasn't a thing totally and i'm glad you, you thought you were the best by you playing alone at home mm-hmm. exactly yeah. at home <laughs> yeah. well i invite my brother you know i'm like my the neighborhood kids over and they all jump on paddles and i just slap them, you know like untouchable just dodging bullets it's like those were the good old days so now you you take all of this awesome nostalgic good times and fun from back in the day and you manage to push it all into a vr title that captures that excitement and that nostalgia of all of these different consoles and bringing home these games for the first Mm -hmm. time and going to the arcade like i can't imagine what it would be like to to conceptualize this all in your mind right because in your head you think Oh, I'll make a game that that you know pays tribute to all the old classics. Yeah, sounds good. But how do you conceptualize that in your brain, right? And and you you guys, man, you pulled it off with perfectly. You pulled it off because I played this game and I felt like I was a kid again. Mm-hmm. You know, grabbing these games and and playing them again for the first time, and it really just made me happy, dude. And to throw it back to the soundtrack thing, like the sounds are so important. Like if you yeah. get those right. It will fucking transport you. Like the music in Pixel Ripped is not the same. Like there's a song, there's a the song for the Sonic the Hedgehog um, with Rad Raccoon mm-hmm. that like slaps like those '90s jams did with like the heavy crunchy basses, you know. And then when you switch over to this Genesis, you get these like 
eerie tones that are like reminiscent of like um like the end the uh the beginning of jurassic park like the old jurassic mm-hmm. like yeah these like creepy sounds and like that was like really what brought me back when i heard like the creepy sound of the sega i was like oh <laughs> so for that me, is like, like a combination right yeah the sound the was huge to um recreate this uh um feeling of childhood and we in each area we actually did talk about it the whole team and each one of us spoke about uh, how we focus in each area to make sure we make it more we bring more people back in their childhood memories mm-hmm. um the narrative designer said something last week she said something that really stuck to my mind she said something amazing uh, her name is barbara but <laughs> great uh uh did a big difference in the game in the narrative detail comparison to 1989 which we didn't have a narrative designer in the team so she said something that has really stuck to me she said the destination was 1995 but um we land in the childhood like the like the, the, we were planning to do a time machine but actually where we landed was in the childhood the destination became the childhood and i think that's <laughs> like uh something that really that we we, we realized that in 1989 right that when people really love the game, uh, it was when they felt, when they remember something, when they relate to a memory that they had when they were child. Um, so we we thought, okay, that's that's people that love the most the game. We need to make sure that we try to enhance the most these memories. And how mm-hmm. can we do that? How we can? So we started to also, uh, especially talk to ourselves about our memories and see the memories that are like common to most people. For example, having a really annoying neighbor. Uh, I had an a neighbor that used to fight <laughs> in Sega Genesis and Nintendo. He had Nintendo, and uh, the game designer he was like, "Oh yeah, I I had a a friend and he was so annoying. He was this rich kid that he always said that he had a uncle that worked in Nintendo. So we start to get together. And we all like, yeah, we all have this annoying kid that we should have this annoying kid in the game. So I." I <laughs> Looking for this, uh, this kind of uh, memories that most kids had, we managed to kind of get these like little moments that people relate to. Ah, oh, this happened to me, and that's mm-hmm. that's when people love them most when they remember mm-hmm. something. So uh, the narrative, uh, the characters, uh, we try to uh, get things that common in that time, also like the art or the environment and stuff. Um, Talking shit sounds, to that kid the music. in there. Talking shit to that kid in there was way too natural for me. You know, yeah. like it, it literally like I feel like everyone had that kid oh, in yeah. their life when they were I growing did. up. You know, yeah. it's like, hey, yeah. what's going on? Oh, I did this in one life. I'm like, man, fuck you. Get out of here. You know, like <laughs> and I'm like literally all like saying that out loud as I'm playing Pixel Rip. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, like it's just like I already know what I need to say to this kid to shut him up. You know what I mean? It's it's good. <laughs> I love that scene, too. And we even had like uh, some kids in the rental store where they kind of bullying him like he needs mm-hmm. it's really satisfying for the players because it's like so annoying with, with, with their character right and you see the other kids saying what you want to say it's like yeah yeah that's right and you feel a little <laughs> bit sorry for him and it, it's kind of nice that way that it kind of involves that relationship with him yeah you guys did a good <laughs> job with it uh, Hussein X just slid in there. How's it going, Hussein? Uh, Duck Dive Dodge is in here too. Good to see you. 
uh, Onion Man seventy seven said uh, when we were talking about music, it makes him think of Echo the Dolphin because that had some some mysterious music. Oh yeah, dude, I love that, that game. game. That is a vibe. Oh. Echo the Dolphin is a fucking vibe. Such a good game. It is like creepy and mysterious and weird yeah. and yeah. unique and. Can I say yeah. something about Echo the Dolphin? I have like interesting background story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in 2000, uh, 2015, long time ago. It's so rare. <laughs> I was yeah. looking for investments and stuff. And I actually almost got a, a contract with Sega. And, and had a few meetings with Sega. Went to the office in England, right? Uh, at the time, we even moved like to 15 minutes walking from Sega building. Anyways, it didn't work out. Oh, wow. Investment, but... Oh man, I remember it was so funny because we had these uh, conversations about, oh, it'd be awesome to work with you guys because you can get all these IPs, Rise to Your Rage and Sonic, and they're like, what about Echo the Dolphin? We can <laughs> Echo the Dolphin, and it was the only one we could, Echo the Dolphin was the only one I remember. There was other games, but Echo the Dolphin was like the, the biggest IP I remember from that list. I was like, okay, Echo the Dolphin. And I, I was speaking all of the dots and the dolphin. And it was like, okay. It was it's so funny. I can picture Dot riding the dolphin and holding on to the fin. <laughs> that would be sweet. It would be, it would be a different game. It would be interesting. Maybe it would be like, wow. It'd be... <laughs> but that, that, this is, that happened. It was just crazy. Like, um, yeah. So we had such a long trip, I guess, what, four years into the first release, right? So. Uh, it has been a journey, <laughs> crazy journey, adventure. <laughs> man, Almost that's fun. The dolphin <laughs> I man, I have so many good memories of that game. I can't, I can't even tell you. But, but whatever. Maybe there'll be an Echo the Dolphin VR game someday, or maybe it'll make an appearance in like in like Pixel Ripped 1989, The Lost Levels, dude. Echo, or 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 at the very least maybe a tribute level right like where yeah, you yeah. have one of those mechanics recreated yeah. or something i mean echo the thing is like echo is like like i said earlier it's a vibe dude like yeah. it is such a unique thing like when like you would go and like encounter a new creature you would be like like someone i think quicksilver in the chat says she was scared it's like it was like it was kind of scary like yeah there was some scary. also it's like this yeah. weird alien creature and these like letters slowly bubble up on their screen and they're like go below the rocks and then they go away and you're like, Oh fuck. What does that mean? Like <laughs> go below the rocks, you know? And then you like yeah. see a rock and you like, you're like connecting the dots and everything about that game was just so, I don't know the yeah. word. Like, yeah, it like good. it was like a mystique about it. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great game from childhood dude. So going into pixel ripped um, into the nineties there into 95, what, what did, um, one of one of the things I thought that was really really cool, um, and especially since what I do here on on the show was that you added all these create collectible creators cards, right? Um, you took like, VR content creators <laughs> and you scattered these cards all over the place. And I thought it was, I mean, not just the fact that like you know I'm, I'm going through the game and I find my my buddy and co-host in the game. Like I was like, what the hell? But I mean, that's just so cool to see all these people that I mingle with um in the game whose whose idea was that how did you come up with um with that um we we knew we wanted to do something with the the content creators uh we did in the last game we, we put some content creators in the tv in 1989 mm -hmm. 
um, this DSPF rank, reality check PR. We we like doing stuff like that, putting people. And we thought well, that is native, right? Mm -hmm. We wanted to add to to add like to help to, to like an exchange of flavor of flavors <laughs> of favor <laughs> because uh, you you guys support us a lot and uh, in uh, in it's it's just a for us it's just a way to to kind of uh, honor uh, as a thank you for all these people that have been supporting and it's it's. We thought, okay, we wanna. Uh, we had a lot of conversations. What we can do in the game? I was like, we wanna have these people there and the content creators. And then we thought about this. Um, I think it was a. Uh, was because the artist, um, the art director, uh, Rodrigo Blanco was, was talking about, it, and he was like, oh, there's these figurines, basketball figurines. Uh, that used to be the straight cars that we just collect. Mm -hmm. and it was like, this is perfect. Let's do it like that because then we can. Um, we can add them in the cards and throw in the into the game like Easter eggs that people can like click and see. Oh, let me see who is here, and and it it is really uh it's 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 really not that much work after you do one card and you make it nice and you can take Photoshop. So it, right. It was uh, I I was later contacting each person and making myself changing the cards and but <laughs> it's it's something that we do with love. We love it. Uh, we love adding people in the game. It's uh, that is so rewarding, like right? the coolest fucking thing you could ever do. Like, oh, yeah. if you like, if you're trying to thank people for being involved, you did it. Like that yeah. is like all you need to do. Like that to me was like the moment that you're waiting for, waiting for this physical copy of Pixel Rip to show up. You know, like to be playing a video game and have my image appear in it, like fucking insane. You know, like absolutely, yes, I'm so glad. absolutely you guys like insane. It. <laughs> like so cool like i mean and not only that it's a game that you know i hold close to my heart the pixel rip series mm -hmm. and uh you know to be able to i mean that's not going anywhere you know and i mean i know you know this because you were probably going through similar experiences when you first created pixel rip 1989 like holy shit this is my game and it's real um you know it's kind of how i feel about this trading card you know and i know it's something uh small and very token but to me it means a lot well you know there's there's the other part too which is which is you know we were all very much into video games back then but the other thing that was huge back then was collecting cards baseball cards mm -hmm. things like garbage pail kids i had a huge garbage pail kid collection you know i still I still have those. But anyway, I, you know, that the whole trading card thing was coming up and getting really popular during the time of, of, of this, of this whole thing. And so I thought it was really clever to put trading cards somehow into the game and then to take it and make it like YouTube content creators and, and Twitch content creators. I thought it was just a really, really cool thing. And I, I personally really enjoyed going through the game and finding all those cards. Yeah, especially because, you know, like you said, we know most of these people. So yeah. I'd like grab a card. You never know who's going to be on the other side. You flip yeah. it over. Oh, it's Aaron no, Harley, you know, or like oh, the homie. Yeah, yeah, like that, that was so great. Yeah, it was so great. Very cool. I really, I'm really so enjoyed that. It, 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 we really want to make in a way that uh, it was fun. Uh, we would uh, put our friends there and, and right. But we, we didn't want something that didn't fit with the environment. It didn't fit with the world. It would be like, what is this? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it, in the end, we managed to get something cool uh, that fits with the world. It's kind of fun. It kind of have, we have this discoverability. They're like, oh, who is here now? Who is here? Yeah, that's great. There is other <laughs> people. There is other people from real world in the game. There is, um, 
in the in the comic book, if you look in the fun art part, like in the end, uh, that is actually fun art from real people that we people share in our Discord channel. Wow, cool. That is like uh, people are sharing like the art there. When we were doing the comic book, we thought, wow, we have this uh, uh, the, the the last section which would have kids drawing stuff like that. So we we thought, oh, let's add people from the community. So cool, like. And it's something more even meta, right? To to do mm -hmm. also we contact them and add their names uh, and their real drawings there. And yeah, this is something that I would love to do more stuff like that. It's just maybe uh, for sure next game we'll do more stuff like that. Just after the game is released, it's really hard to win because you have to update the build in all the platforms. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you are through development doing it, it, it's it's so good to do it. And it's not not a big deal for us. And it and I and I know that it's like for us the I think um the the for us is not that hard but I know it means a lot so I think it's the best way we can contribute we can retribute huge uh, the love and support absolutely yeah huge like yeah, yeah. it absolutely is like yeah. perfect great job so appreciate it so fucking much you have no idea like great idea do that again please I'll go in any game <laughs> I'm happy to <laughs> happy to be in any fucking video game you guys make uh, glitch Van Dango just snuck in. What's up, Glitch? Glitch was telling us he wasn't going to make it to the show. Now here he is. Ah, but he made it anyway. Did, Good yeah. man. Um, <laughs> one thing that I uh, that we talked about briefly when uh, when we chatted on Kyle Render's um, podcast, the uh, Failed to Render podcast, um, was that my card in the game has is the only one that has some unique behavior. I noticed, like all the cards in the game, when you pick them up and you set them down on the ground, it, there is a bug. <laughs> But I'm calling it unique behavior, okay? It sounds, <laughs> sounds better that way. Um, but it, it's a bug where my card clips through the floor or, or the surface that it's sitting on. And no one else's does. Well, and why is that? Because I'm, you exist between realities. Oh, holy shit. All right. Well, and that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Um, no, but, but uh, you know, it's cool. I mean, so there's like a part of me that was like, oh, what the fuck? Really? No. Come on. What? My car? You don't want it to be fixed? Well, if there's a, I mean, I kind of do. Maybe you could like make, make it explode when you throw it down. Like, do you, do you know developers there? Do you know, yeah. Yeah, do you happen to know someone who could fix my bugged card? Like, what the hell, Anna? Come on. Uh, no, there's a part of me that thinks it's cool because it has unique behavior compared to the others. Yes. And then there's a part of me that's like, what is this doing in the floor? And how could, <laughs> and how could she do this to me? You know? But does it stay under the floor? It doesn't It eventually resets. It eventually resets. But then it resets face down. So, like, I like to pick them up, and I was sitting them all back over so I could see all the faces. But then mine thump, goes straight into the floor. And I was just wondering how I could ever be betrayed in such a way. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. um, please don't. I'm joking. And, and for the real, it's the coolest thing ever. Like, that was yeah. one of my favorite gaming moments in my life, playing a game and being like, oh, Holy shit, mom and dad. And I had a I had a, a, a fake mom and dad in there to, to be proud of me. Like, mom, look. <laughs> this Christmas morning it. and the characters are there and they're like it. looking at me, open my present. I'm like, look, mom, I'm there. <laughs> That's right. You were in a good scene too, man. Yeah. The last level. Yeah. I'm in the last level. Yeah. So you guys, you can't just be a scrub gamer to see the Alex VR card. Yeah. You gotta get in there. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. I really need so. to get in there again too, because I have not played the hardcore mode admittedly and i would love to 
I'm yeah. never a uh, fan of hardcore modes. It makes me it just want to break controllers. It could be know. harder, you know, but uh, we thought, no, it's just one level feels too deep. There's one more, one more level feels too deep. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, uh, for more. a lot of people struggled with 89, especially the, like, the last boss fight, which I definitely died a lot on, all right? I'll be honest, I died a bunch of times, but it's like, you got to execute. I got to be the platforming all the way to that last boss. And I must have played it two hours and I never beat it. I never beat that last boss. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Wow. We consider this one of the, uh, the things we want to avoid in 1995. 1989 had this big peak of difficulty, like level two. Uh, looking to the analytics, actually, was the level most people dropped. And we were like, oh no, it's just level two. And it was like those uh, Mega Man uh, reference to those platforms that appear and disappear. And mm -hmm. that was the place that most people just not play anymore. Mm -hmm. Wow, really? So much. Interesting. And then people that pass through that, they usually go to the end. And then there was the boss fight. <laughs> but well, the yeah, boss, that boss fight but was it brutal. is at least the final boss, right? But the level two, it's like, come on, then the person needs the level three, the romantic yeah. kiss. I was, I, I gotta admit, I mean, it really, that really did bring me back to 1989 because I'm not kidding when I say many controllers got launched across my living room, <laughs> many, like, you know what I mean? Like, like you just get so mad, you just, you just throw it or you smash yeah. it on the table, man. I, you know, well, not Alex. Cause Alex is like, beat another game. I, mean, you uh, died. I but, died you know. in that fight multiple <laughs> times. It is not easy. It's really it is really good when you actually make make it right. When it's really hard, it's it's good to have that. Ah, fuck. Totally, yeah. And then you're like, but when you actually make it to the end, and that's the best feeling ever, right? But it then is, it's like yeah. a balance. Like you cannot be just like players giving up. So we need it's it's really hard because we we it's hard to make hard. <laughs> you know, I I, I understand that. A balance, right? I mean, and also as a developer, the, you want everyone to play your game. You know, you don't want people to tap out. You want them to see all of the content. But when you go back to being in 1989, okay, or, or just, I mean, even early 90s, even up to 95, um, when games came out, like, they they were what they were, all right? They like, were brutal. They, they were, were hard. Fucking brutal. There was no saving. Some of, I mean, depending yeah. on the title, you know, and like yeah. that was, I think maybe uh, the developer's way of back in the day of like adding replayability, you know, like yeah. they don't want you to just crush the game in an yeah. hour and never have a reason. Well, and and arcades, right? Because a lot of the games were in arcades and they want you to pop those quarters in as 100%. well. And the harder the game, the more money they would make. Yep. So. And a lot of the console yeah. games that, you know, got ported from arcades had no changes whatsoever. And there was parts in those games that were literally designed to take your quarter. It's yeah. like physically yeah. impossible to get past, which is not the case with Pixel Rip 19. 89 but when you bought a game in 89 there was some games you never beat period right. you just you weren't good enough you didn't right. earn it you didn't yeah. earn that last battle toads yeah i mean <laughs> definitely yeah. definitely uh, earthworm jim is one that comes to mind for me Extremely oh i love earthworm jim what a good get we need earthworm jim vr <laughs> i need to be able to whip my head and just <laughs> oh god that game is so good we launching the cow to we had a reference, right, to Battletoads in 1989. And I still yeah. nowadays people complain about it. Ah, oh, that part is so hard. And I, <laughs> I think it's like, you don't, did you ever play Battletoads? Because that's yeah. nothing. That is, that that's, was no, that is known to this day to, to be the <laughs> hardest video game that was ever released. Jeez. That part yeah. of the, that part that we referenced 
that you get the ship and you have to jump. I remember me and my brother like putting a paper, like jump uh, up, up, down, 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 and it like putting notes because it was so quick that yeah, you wouldn't, and then we had to memorize like the whole patterns. I think we referenced that uh, maybe one one fifth of that whole thing of Battletoads in Pixel Rip, and it's still like one of the hardest parts in the game. People really <laughs> struggle, and people, people are and, and I was really nice. <laughs> a bunch of scrubs it's like dude you know it's 89 all right you gotta give it the program you get reference right you get reference but the told and make a piece of uh, joke it needs to be hard it has it's to be little, if it's battle toads it's gonna be hard or you're not or you're not you doing to it die right. at least 10 times yep yes yeah <laughs> absolutely it's like i mean and the, the cool like that's that is what makes some of those platforming games so awesome it's like there's a pattern that's not immediately recognizable. Like you see what's happening, you're like, how am I ever gonna get through this? And then you'll like see the right platform and the right jump and you'll get the timing together and you'll be like, oh, you know? And there's like that aha moment where you figure it out. And then if you take your first playthrough of that final boss and compare it to like, yeah, uh, like a, like a, you know, you've done it a million times, you can just like dance around him. It's no big deal, Man. you know? But yeah. you, if there's a learning process to that and, you know, Pixel Rip definitely retains yeah. it. You have to be like, okay, no, you can't make that mistake. If you do that, you will die. Yeah. You know what game, you know what game did that and, and took it from, you know, besides Pixel Rip and took it from the, the olden days and brought it current and made it just as frustrating was Cuphead. Yeah. Play? I mean, and what oh, a beautiful wow. art style in that too. But, but that game, oh my God, that's another game that just makes me want to chuck the controller. Cuphead's good. Yeah, it's really it hard. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You like Cuphead? I think we, yeah. we didn't get close to Cuphead. <laughs> Yeah, I like it, but I think we, in, the, in the level of difficulty, we are oh, yeah. really far from yeah. Cuphead. I mean, that, that, <laughs> We've been so nice. They went for that. They went for the difficulty with mm -hmm. Cuphead. They, you know, with that, you know, you had to memorize the patterns. It's, it's yeah. just the way it... And they have, was, like, but... the, like, you know, the basic scrub level version, and then, like, the, hey, this is how you're supposed to play it version. Right. So you can play it, like, you know, I'm sure kids play through Cuphead yeah. on the easy versions and have a good time with it. Because yeah. if you're a kid, like, we were all kids when we were playing these games. Like, that's the crazy thing. Yeah. It's like, we're, like, eight years old, ten years old, whatever, sitting here grinding on games that I thought I'd be able to beat as an adult, and I go back, and I'm like, fuck, I still can't do it. You know, like, like Ninja Turtles, dude. Ninja Turtles for NES. That game is so insanely yeah, hard it's really hard like even if i'm being so careful and like really digging deep i'm still just in my mind i can crazy. still hear that sound when your character's health is low that as you're going through the game and you're oh god some of these games are brutal man <laughs> really brings oh, me back Ninja Gaiden. Oh, Ninja Gaiden. Oh, my God. There was, I remember a specific level where I did break a controller in that one. Because, I mean, I must have played this hours and hours trying to get by this one stupid part. You know how it is. You're frustrated, and you're just continually grinding at it. And, like, well, maybe you don't know how it is, but me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ninja Gaiden. Fucking phenomenal game. It's so good. I mean, oh, damn. And we love those games. They're hard. Damn. They made us suffer. Yeah. but They did. But they give you, but they give you that, that sense of reward that is so hard. Like you were saying, when you finally beat that really, really hard level of that hard boss, that reward that you get, you just want to go outside and in the middle of your street and be like, everybody, mm -hmm. guys, what I just did, you know, there's a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. that is, is 
part. And then you get to see those like rare final screens, which like have like the graphics that you've never seen, like a full color, like panoramic, like pixel art image. And it's just like, oh, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and then it's playing a song that it only plays if you beat the game. You know, like those little rewards. Sometimes, Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So if it goes and goes, you go back and play the whole game again, and then you oh. have to congratulations, you're courageous. Yeah. One win that's just... And that's a game oh, that I'll, I'll never so beat. Yeah. I'm never going to beat that game. Never. Well, how would you know? Because I, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to put the time in. You know? How would you know that the ending sucked until you put the time in and you beat it? Oh, well, I know, I know about YouTube. that game's ending. All right, yeah. Okay. I, I've heard that story plenty of times. <laughs> beat it, and it just tuck, chucks you right back to the beginning, yeah. which is frankly that's like insulting it's like how yeah. dare you like because to get to the end of that game is a fucking accomplishment like yeah. you can't get hit and that's one of those games that has like a like like goblin characters that fly in that, that from the yeah. arcade days you cannot avoid yeah so you're gonna They're take hard. damage yep. like god tough stuff i actually and beat it the other day i beat it the other the other day, the other day. <laughs> wow. not the other day but uh, i say the other day because i was already Growing up, uh, it's 2014. <laughs> it was years ago. The other day. 2014, Five years I ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, six years, six that's days. So Same thing. I'm calling that, I'll call that the other day because that is that's a that is an accomplishment. Like that is hard. Yeah. I don't. I don't. It would. Yeah. I'm never going to. <laughs> that, yeah. It's just never going to happen. Yeah. Never I actually was do doing research for Pixel Rip. I, I had a friend at university. He had the Sega Genesis. He he actually left at the Sega Genesis at the. A school or classroom, and then I was like, uh, with a friend in the weekend, we were like, Yeah, let's beat this game, Super Ghost and Ghost. And we bought like <laughs> a bunch of uh, goblin beers, bunch nice. of goblin beers, we're drinking and playing this oh, game. Oh man, that <laughs> game, game was hard, and, they, uh, and I don't know why we put two players, there's no reason to put two players, there's nothing to reward you to do two players. It's like you're playing two games with two. Yeah, right. There's no reason. I guess other. Yeah, (laughs) I feel you. So I can't imagine that after Pixel Rip 1989 and then Pixel Rip 1995 that you're just going to stop there, right? I would imagine that possibly you might dive into maybe some of the the um the the newer older consoles if you will, where they started introducing 3D, like the Sony PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, uh, some consoles like that. Did you, or, did you play 95? Well, yeah, but I mean, it was really, I felt like 95 <laughs> was really, like you do, you got into that part a little bit, yeah. but it was mostly like Super Nintendo 16-bit stuff. That is true. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I feel like there's got to be... You want more. Like, I, want, I want more of that. Like I want more of that, like, like that's... That's Nintendo, like that uh, Mario sixty four type mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. type of moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, where do you go from from that ninety five spot? Are you going to go up to you know maybe PlayStation two era or wanna, like this? Is, take this one I'm sure this is I? all. I'm sure this is all. Like, <laughs> we can't talk about this, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we can't say the year we're going, but we, we definitely can say we are going to do a next game. <laughs> nice but yeah that is a there are some years we planned in the past uh so that is a that is five episodes that we already announced before that we're gonna do these episodes this year so we did uh 1995 1989 but we had still uh three other years to go 1999 1978 1983 and 
Yeah. So, but yeah, we can say what where we're gonna go. But yeah, yeah, you can go. But you're going. It it's, I'll tell you. it's it's the arcades. All right, I'm gonna. T- I I can already tell. I know. I know that's well, where it's and, going. And, and and like you said, we did. We got some of that arcade goodness in 1995 as well, which was great because like. Because you look over, you know, you're playing arcades and then you look over and all of a sudden all these kids are watching and they're like, oh, look, he's doing so good. I remember those days like you jamming on some game. You look behind you. You got like a following people like, whoa, look at this kid's doing really good. That's so good, man. There's so much magic in the Pixel Rip games. So much magic. I really, really enjoy them. And there's so much variety. Like, you know, like you said, like you want more of the 64. Like I wanted a whole game of the 16 bit Pixel Rip, like where the one that felt like a combination of um like uh uh like a mega man zelda uh, oh, yeah. zelda you know yeah. like the top down like link to the past kind of vibe yeah. like i wanted that whole fucking game i would have sat there for 10 hours and played yeah. the 16-bit pixel rift like i yeah. thought that was oh, nice. great <laughs> yeah i mean i appreciate when it switches up and gives me new things you know and all that all of a sudden you're in road rash or whatever but like i would have i would have sat there in my living room and just jammed on we that would if we do, if we focus in one genre for the whole game, like we had the whole 1995 like Zelda style, mm-hmm. we could have made uh, better genres. Like we because we explore so much in this game, uh, we had to build another game. It felt like building a new game each level, right? Because there's so much work to build those games in the game, and we feel like we could have made a better beaten up, a better um, mm-hmm. like. A link to the past style, a better uh, Metrovania level, mm-hmm. but it is so much because each level yeah. changes so much. But we wanted to add so much stuff as developers. We all like cutting out so everything. many features. Well, that, that's so one frustrating of the because. <laughs> but uh, I think that's one of the we had to decide right that uh, this is one of the good things about it is the variety, adding variety to players and all this reference, strange reference to error. That year, right? That time. Mm-hmm. So, if we focus just in one genre, we wouldn't, right? Yeah. Reference. I think you hit a good a good balance of it because you know there's gamers like us, and I'm sure a lot of us in the chat who grew up playing those games, right? And who would be happy to sit there and play the Link to the Past version of Pixel Rip for like three hours, right? Yeah. But then there's a lot of like let's say like younger gamers, you know, who's like you know just got a Quest. He's 12 years old. He didn't grow up playing retro titles and playing. Pixel Ripped is like bite-sized versions of all of them, you know? And like, yeah. he's not going to sit there and play Link to the Past. No way. No no 10-year-old kid with all of the fancy shit he's got at home is going to sit and play Link to the Past right now. He, why not play Breath of the Wild, you know? Like, kids are into what's cool and exciting, not yeah. old grandpa shit. Yeah. So Surprisingly, <laughs> there is a lot of kids that play. In the reviews, there's a lot of kids saying, wow, I love this game. I remember when I'm playing on my iPad and then... <laughs> it's really interesting to see that, that that actually they still get it and they we managed to achieve like this uh much wilder audience that the quest has nowadays right you think about 1989 when we released it there was like still a more uh hardcore um players um in the industry right the industry and now with the quest it's open up for uh, so many new people that like uh, more kids, more uh, family playing, and it's like a different public. So we worry about that. We worry to do a, a game that would be too hardcore for most people to enjoy. So we try to balance, and 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 that's why we added. We ended up making the game a little bit more uh, 
um, while enjoying the ride, right? Right. Um, so it has, uh, you can enjoy the narrative, you can enjoy the experience, and there is less frustration. And then we have the hardcore mode later that what I believe it's, it, it, it actually uh, tackles though that the hardcore public that loves that feeling of mm-hmm. frustration and beating the game. And, and that's now a, a complete game with the hardcore mode. I think it was, I agree. It was a good decision. Uh, Hopefully, uh, next game I really want us to try uh, to to release the game with the hard, uh, with these features already in the release day. Because mm-hmm. um, now it's a full game. Now it's like we say this is the game we want to release. I think that's the way to do challenge. it. Make it approachable for people, but also like let give somebody something like a hill to climb. You know, like those gamers who like need it. You know, because mm-hmm. for me, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of expression in in skilled skillful platforming especially you know like yeah. if i'm playing a game like mario with like wall kicks and stuff like that and i can just like or like celeste you ever play celeste no. good game dude um it's a really fast platform but like there's a flow you know and like if you're good you hit flow and you're like oh yeah baby and you're ripping through stuff you know so you might stumble along the way all of a sudden you hit a spike and you're like okay i can't hit that spike and you start again and you get that flow going and like that as somebody who you know plays games and who you know would prefers challenging experiences like i think it's huge and honestly challenge mm -hmm, and giving something like maybe aesthetic or something shiny as like a token or a trophy to those people who decide to complete the game on the difficulty is always awesome like gives them like that that thing to strive for you know and that incentive kind of like the uh like the achievement system on playstation you know like beat it on hardcore mode you get the fucking trophy you know something you can display in game maybe or armor for the character or something but i've always, I always love stuff like that yeah you know one thing i i wanted to mention about and you you briefly touched on this anna is is you gotta respect these games you have to have a lot of, like i think these games for me i i was able to look at these and i was really blown away by these because most companies they make a video game and they get the mechanics of their game down and then they build the whole game you guys build a new game for every level so you not only yeah so not only do you have to build a fun mechanic but you have to build a fun mechanic over and over and over again in completely different art styles completely different play styles so you're pretty much pretty much (laughs) built in what I don't recommend developers do that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Crazy. Like, like and that, that's what that's what really got me with 89. I was like, these guys are animals. They're friggin' animals, man. Like they just they just made like 10 games and put them all into one game. Like that, I the amount of respect that I have for you guys when the game came out was just through the roof. Because because of that, I, I just thought, you know, that shouldn't go that shouldn't go unsaid. The amount of work that goes into building all of those different types of play styles. So I thought that was just incredible, and I wanted to bring that up. Um, yeah, um, and I'm looking forward. And one, you know, something I wanted to ask you as well. And if you can't answer this, just say you can't answer it. We'll move on. But you got Pixel Rip 1995 on the Oculus Quest. All the developers know that if you want to make your money back and your return, that you have to get on the Quest right now. That's where people are buying games. That's where the money is, right? So how is it? That Pixel Rip 1995, no problem, gets in the Quest store, 
or at least I think it's no problem because I didn't go through any of the stuff you guys did, right? But then 1989 does not end up on the Quest Store. Now, I know later on you guys made it uh, a DLC and you were able to get it into the Quest Store in that way. But what what happened where Oculus was like, no, <laughs> no, Pixel Rip 1989, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we can just imagine what it is, but we actually, we never got the answer exactly what, but uh, just the general response, right? Where everyone has the same response, I guess, that they're looking for better content and for the quest. I I believe it's because 1989 is a little uh, old school uh, because we don't use hand tracking. The game is really old, so we. That's I assume, right? That's not like yeah, <laughs> but I assume it's because the game uh, doesn't use tracking it's and they were maybe you know full, uh, new customers are coming and they want them to have the best VR experience mm -hmm. right so i i believe that was the hmm. but i i don't know it's, hmm. uh, and, but uh, we we really wanted the game so yeah. uh, how frustrating that really... not knowing and not being able to get an answer from the company about why your game isn't allowed on the platform and even though it's sold very well on the PC, um, you know, for for because games don't typically sell well on the PC. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like for for VR, I mean, really the major sales were on the Quest, and and to and to it have was on PSVR too. Yes, yes, and to get through the PSVR's curation process isn't easy either, mm -hmm. right? So I mean, I can't imagine why Oculus would would reject that and not. I mean, I'm not going to say this is why, but. There is definitely, there's a couple of features in 95 that really separate it from 89. And the big one for me is the way your hands work. Like in, 80, in 95, when you can like reach for something, your hand detaches from your gamepad and you can like pick something up, you know, and then you can like, it's almost oh, like yeah. you're passing the controller into one hand and into the other hand. And that feels great. Yeah. Uh, 89, you are locked to that thing. Yeah. So you're never really like reaching for anything. All the the way you interact is with your head by aiming yeah, the spitball and stuff. No hand tracking. Yeah, the way that your hand can split off like that in in, in ninety five is like a big difference, I think, with immersion. Because when yeah. I reach for something, it's not like like weird like you know the hands kind of like the go off or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's exactly. a lot of uh, gaze uh, gaze use a lot of the gaze movement to the interactions, and it became. Uh, Part of the gameplay, so it's really hard to change now because there's some moments that you're using the gaze and you're using the hand. Mm -hmm. It would be uh, really complex, uh, but if we knew that was a problem, we could consider doing. But uh, at least you know, uh, in the end, we managed to add as a DOC. Right. <laughs> it was <That's> huge. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we managed to get the game inside the game, which is like. Now oh, even no. more inception. Oh no! Video games. Wow! Okay, inside a game, inside a game. How, how do you even? How do you even like? Who who came to you, or did you come up with this idea and go, "Hey, I have an idea. Let's take our entire last game and make a <laughs> DLC." Like whose idea was that? That was Good the idea. only. Uh, there was the only way through uh, to do it because um, there was a. It's kind of like a different process to be accepted, I guess, and as a DLC. Looks like Anna froze. Give her a second. Frozen Anna. Let's see if if we come back here. Oh, oh, there hey, she is. We lost you for a sec. Yeah. 
Oh, you're back? Oh, sorry. And I, I could hear you guys all the time. I'm sorry. Oh, I, no, that's all right. Okay, Just don't so let it happen again. Talking, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there is like a little, uh, I, uh, the, 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 it's a little bit less bureaucratic process to get into the PVC. Well, you release in a DOC and you release in a program. So, it was the way we managed to release it. And at least we got the game out there. There's a lot of people that won the game. And we really want the people to be able to play a lot of new people play that just had the quest and they, they mm -hmm. like 1995 and they want to play 1989 we thought that would happen we actually we knew that would happen and we tried for a long time right trying to release but at least in the end we managed to release in a dlc it's weird i know but it's weird it's insane. Yeah, it works it works game, i, I handed it to game. you guys great great work around you guys you guys have there. it was a lot of work I, I need to say that the programmers and the team like did things that are like i thought was impossible um inimaginable things i think that would be our a great conversation for a bar like with programmers like people like in carmark level would be proud of it like wow you guys <laughs> did this because um uh, we we thought we thought it would be possible when we said yeah let's do the DLC we thought it would be possible to call build of the game from the other game but it ended up not being possible for the DLC uh, for the way the system works on Oculus so we mm -hmm. had to basically compile um, both games so the code of both games had to run together it, it was like wow wow and it's crazy Jeez. to like just so you had an idea in like one game uses a unity sound audio right the other game 1995 used w, wis and f mode sorry uses f mode so it's like a, a total different uh yeah this is one of the things but imagine like all the analytics all the trophies everything is just it just oh, collides. It's very just, ambitious it was really wrong. Yeah. so it had wow. to basically deactivate one code activate the other it's like go through the unity engine and actually change stuff uh, every time you swap between the games there's like a whole game being deleted the other game it's just wow i i child. am still nowadays still nowadays when i see the game running and uh, inside the other game i'm still like wow it's How? actually worse i'm still surprised it was <laughs> it's just, it, it, it was insane we work uh, we had so much work on this game. I, I believe we could have built another game wow that's wild that much. <laughs> Well, you like pulled it months. off. You pulled it off. <laughs> but uh, the, the program is like, God, like, I, I was. Uh, I don't know how any of you guys do this shit. I know. Like, it's like fucking magic to me. You know, like, <laughs> I, it's just, it is like magic to me. I, I thought I was going to be a developer and then I started to like learn code and I was like, ah, hell no. <laughs> this is way, this is a lot. I'm not doing this. <laughs> you know, like, I can't well, even imagine. What we don't know is behind the scenes, everyone there is like, and Anna, she's a slave driver. She makes us yeah, do right. impossible things. <laughs> she made us put oh, a game I, inside of a game. No, I'm just kidding. I would never make this without the team. Like this is like I, I know I program. I like program, but this is like another level. This is like uh, mm -hmm. Carmack level. Uh, that's awesome. Carmack level. That's pretty serious. That's a good level. <laughs> that's that's Carmack serious level. Stuff. Serious. Yeah. Uh, a couple. Uh, uh, I have to uh, give a hands up for Lucas. Uh, uh, the programmers like they like Fabio Marquez, Roberto Plinio, um, Lucas Assis, those guys are like they did the impossible, I must say. And good shit, guys. Thank you all guys. <laughs> good good job on good job. rip stuff. Fantastic. A couple job, of people yeah. have uh are in chat are talking about the Nintendo Labo cardboard. 
and I don't want to go off about it. I just want to mention the least comfortable I've ever been in my life with VR was trying Breath of the Wild oh, with Labo. That's, that's the worst it, one. it literally put me on the couch. Like, yeah. I played for maybe 10 minutes, and then I took it off my face, and I was down and out but, for the count. But the actual Labo experiences themselves are good, though. Yes, correct. The yeah. Labo experiences are cool. However, to try to do anything like, mm -hmm. like uh, fucking Zelda, it destroyed my life. Like, I don't know why they did that. Like, who thought that was a good idea? Terrible idea. Uh, I, I actually, the only good video on my channel is that one. That's my favorite I did. Uh, I did like a little video on my channel about it when they announced. Do you remember the trailer they announced? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Zelda and the Labo, and everyone was like, "How is this gonna work in VR?" They just showed like the normal trailer, mm -hmm. and they yeah. said yeah, it's gonna be in Labo. And so like, mm, this is gonna work well. And then I did a video imagine like how would be the scene that he opens his arms and it's flying around. I just jump in the floor and crush my That's awesome. <laughs> jump into the climb. That's, yeah, that's Breath of the Wild VR. It's called the climb. People go play it. Uh, now that is a, uh, that, that was like, I can, honestly, I can like almost feel it just thinking about it. So yeah. ladies and gentlemen, don't fucking try Lava with Breath of the Wild. You don't do it. Yeah. You're not going to like it. Um, the Mario plugin is a lot better. Um, you know, you're, you're looking at Mario doing his, you know, in third person view from up high. So it's different. Mm -hmm. It's a little better. The, it's a static scene. It's right. not like a camera right. moving. And and the games that came with the Labo experiences, they're fun. Mm -hmm. They're not games where you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to play this for 10 hours. You know what I mean? It's fun little things. The fun is in building right. the, the contraptions and the Straight VR up. headset stuff. Straight that up. is where all the fun is. It's like an interactive yeah. puzzle. So yeah. anyway... I want to move on from Labo because we're running out of time, but I do have a question for Anna about brr, Facebook Horizons because I have noticed that you have been spending some time in there and I saw a couple of videos that you posted. I know you saw you did, you did like a chess room after watching the Queen's Gambit, which was pretty cool. Um, I have talked a lot of shit about Horizons on this show. I uh, have gone in there a few times and every time I go in there, I'm completely unimpressed and... Uh, I am wondering why it exists. So I was hoping. Which is funny because I've talked some good things about it. Which a is few. cool. And I was hoping maybe yeah. uh, Anna could give us some perspective, or at least me, some perspective, um, you know, and, and maybe share your thoughts on it. What do you think about Horizons and uh, is it legit or not? Um, developing the Horizon, I feel, I, I, I tried Rec Room, I tried some other, but you could build in VR, right? I didn't try as much as I wanted to. Um, but I, I felt like um, the, the, the interface is pretty good. Like, I feel like it's really, it, that is a lot to go. That is a lot to improve. Yeah. But I still feel like it's one of the places I can quick get things done and testing things really quick. And because it's in, I think it's in beta, there's a lot of developers there too. So there's not many kids. There's no kids. And that's right. uh, something that <laughs> I had no problem with kids, but in record there's so many kids um so i feel like there there is a good good side about horizon that i feel that the community of developers they're getting together a lot and building stuff and sharing development and that's something i don't see much going on um as 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 much as in rec room for example i can say that because i use more rec room and i use it more yeah. horizon i want to use more outspace i want to look into more Yashat, but I can say that one good side is the community right now there because it's in beta, it's not released, so it's just probably developers are using. So there's a lot of collaborative work working going on, 
and it's mm-hmm. something really easy to build i i feel like the it's a really good it's a really good uh interface and really good to build stuff with um going about the facebook stuff you have to log in that that's not something cool right that's right cool. going to that but well i mean i'm coming I, from I a consumer's say... perspective you know like you are a developer which is amazing i am not so i go in there i don't have a developer's perspective all i have is a gamer's perspective and i check out some of these creations and i can see all of the work that went into it and i appreciate and admire that but the quality of the experiences that i am seeing in there are just they are just absolutely pale in comparison to pretty much anything else that I can do in VR. Like any other social app has stuff that's way more profound, way more exciting, way more colorful, way more interactive. Uh, And frankly, why not just play a multiplayer game? You know, like people are developing these, like what I had to say are subpar experiences in horizons. And it's like, why would I go in there and spend that time? If I'm not a developer, if I'm just a gamer, I don't see any reason to go in there. Just to play, I think it's really good to do stuff and share it. Um, but yeah, I think that is still not much, uh, no many options. But that is gonna be more games. I think that's like just starting, so there's not many options as the mm-hmm. other ones. But you cannot have the graphics as Yashat and um, right. Outspace because they you have to you build on Unity and you get this. You can put anything there, but everything you build on Horizon. Uh, you build inside Horizon, right? It's kind of like Rec Room. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most close one I can think about right now. If anyone knows another one that's more close to it, but the idea of building stuff inside and not able to import stuff like Viashat to import anything, uh, it limits, right? Where it can be building. But the good side about that is that it's really, it's actually really easy to build for like a, a person that doesn't know anything can just go and. Yeah, and and you can do it cooperatively, like you can go on with your friend, and you can and you can build worlds together. Mm -hmm. Should be yeah, you can have like four people in the same room building stuff together, and it's really easy to share. I think that's something uh, really cool that you can just quick build something and then pull it live, and then say, "Hey guys, check this out!" Like I have been, I was I was reading this book. I'm I'm working on this like uh, uh, creative process in VR. And I, I read this book really good that talks about this. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry, my phone keeps ridiculous. It keeps going off. My phone show. went Jeez. off. Your fucking phone went off. Jeez. This is... We're fired. We are fired. Sorry about that, Anna. We completely interrupted you. <laughs> it was a great song. It was a great song. <laughs> so, yeah. so I was, uh, I was reading this book about uh, how uh, environments, uh, how we can build the environment around us to. Uh, simulate creativity and and he talks about colors and places and but sometimes it's hard to have it sometimes you just live in a little place that's just a wall in front of you so I thought maybe I would build this environment quick just to see if building that wall that he said actually stimulates that so I quit building one night like in, I spent like two or three hours there and I had this place where I could share on Horizon community and with other developers and ask them hey what do you guys think come jump in there and see where you guys think about it and you just go share um i think that's that's something that is exciting me a lot uh but yeah i want to see how it i really want to see this release it to see 
how it goes. Uh, that is, well, there we, we need more stuff done there, of course. But we need to release so have more people building more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't think that was enough for me. I don't think I'm convinced <laughs> that. Then we can meet in Horizon one day. Yeah, I mean, I was, and that's the thing. And I guess that's, I guess that's maybe what you're getting at, right? Like, I, it would be cool to meet you in there and have you be like, hey, look what I'm working on, and like show me a few things, you know, like that. I think would be like a nice moment. But it's like, any anything you create in there is just a placeholder until you make the real version. You know, it's like, okay, like you might be able to show me a proof of concept that you whipped up real quick in Horizons, but then it's like, okay, that's cool, but now let's go actually make it. <laughs> you know, like that is, but that is some impressive stuff. Uh, there's a guy. And he's building like he built something that I was like, wow, is this was actually building Horizon? Everyone was really impressed, like because uh, he did stuff we didn't know was possible. Like, uh, uh, but he has been working a lot on Horizon, so he knows really well. So mm -hmm. he did like a game, and there's like he's gonna do a second part of the game now. And it's, there is some good stuff, but uh, but I think we That's need good. more people uh, using it, the platform to have more. High level stuff, right? Like Rec Room, uh, it started with nothing too, right? But they release it. I think uh, it would be great to get this thing out. I think that's for me the biggest struggle. You want to share something, no one has it. It's like, oh no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Well, where the heck is Horizon, right? Because either put it out or don't, right? Because uh, we've talked about this before, where Oculus Go had rooms and you could go in with your friend you could be like yo alex let's meet up in vr we put on our headsets there we are we're in a room together mm -hmm. we can play some checkers while we shoot the shit and 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 you know talk about what what's happened for the past couple of days and then all right let's go and play a game you hit a button the character comes in from the game you guys all go into the game together the quest enormously popular selling millions and millions of units and now and we have nothing like that mm -hmm. nothing like that we have this promise of horizon which you're not sold on. I'm only kind of half, maybe a quarter sold on it. You know what I mean? But it's still in in beta. And it's it's moving pretty slowly from my standpoint on the outside, mm -hmm. right? It's moving pretty slowly because why did we have Facebook or Oculus Rooms with the Go? And we have nothing like that on, on the yeah. Quest. Like what is going on? Put this, put this thing out, you know, shit or get off the pot. Facebook. Well, but the thing is, like, that Horizons isn't that. Like, that was like what we wanted it to be. Yeah. We were like thinking about something yeah. that it could be, and then when the reality hit, uh, it fell flat. It fell flat for yeah. a lot of us. Um, yeah. To Anna's point, pro it's probably a lot more fun for people who know how to code and develop and who are interested in making stuff. But like, I personally have no interest in making the game that I'm going to play. Yeah. I would prefer someone else makes it, does a great job, and then I just get in there and enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I don't want to have to like go into a whole room and build it before I can do something, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think I, I, I think more people are like me than not. And I yeah. guess that's what I'm getting at. You yeah. Know? Yeah, for sure. Either There's way. There's more people that want to build, can have access. Then we have more stuff in yeah. to people to play. So. Yeah. And I mean, I yeah. hope, I hope that it, that it goes great. Right. Like mm -hmm. I don't like, I mean, I guess other than like my, you know, not wanting Facebook to be a fucking, you know, IOI or whatever. Uh, but otherwise, like, I want great programs to come to the Quest, you know? Like, yeah. I want it to be awesome. I want everything that comes to the to the Quest to be great. So it's really not about, like, like my perspective has nothing to do with Facebook. It's just my experience going in there. And, uh, you know, maybe it'll change. And uh, hopefully people like you, Anna, and everybody else who's spending time in there can um, 
put together something cool to change people like mine. Well, I'll tell you what, man, when I first went into Rec Room, I mean, we're talking when it first came out, I was like, this is garbage. I'm out. Yeah. I felt exactly how you feel about Horizons with Rec Room. Mm -hmm. Now we go into Rec Room and it's like, holy shit, this is not the same thing. This is the community is building, right? Yeah. The community is building, that all the experiences now, there's like a million different things you can do in there, you know, and that's kind of where I see Horizon right now. Um, was in that beginning phase of the rec room days where you go in and you're like, all right, there's like paintball and that's like it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And the graphics are meh, you know, the performance is meh. Now you go in there, it's totally different. And and you know, I I, I hope Horizon gets to that point you know like like you i'm not necessarily rooting for team facebook you know mm-hmm. um i would rather a third party come out with the metaverse that really grabs us all and pulls us all in and and like oh this is what we need to all yeah. hop into every time we hop into vr I think it's good to have but, options right it's good to have rec- yeah. it's, good to have, it, it's let's not just have one big <laughs> i think it, it's good to have more options for developers for players I mean, do you remember the announcement trailer at OC6? Like, where they're showing people, like, flying in airplanes together, and they're basically, (laughs) everyone's, like, exploring a fucking theme park. You know? Like, there is nothing. Dude, if there's one thing that Facebook is good at, it's lying in their ads. (laughs) Okay? Like, like recently, they put out this ad, like, with Population One in it, with with Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge in it, Mm -hmm. and it was all bullshit. Mm-hmm. None of it was rendered scenes. It was all like right. real life stuff. And it, it was like it completely misleading. And, and even and like a little ridiculous recent message about the multiple like, Oculus accounts, which yeah. I'm fucking waiting for. Like, I need that. Yeah. And, um, you know, when they announced it, it's like, when's it coming? He's like, sooner than you think. Motherfucker, I thought it would be here by now. So <laughs> that is not true. You know what do you mean sooner than you think? I think it should be here. <laughs> so it so doesn't is get it, any is it here yesterday. Yeah, like what does that even mean? You know, so like we're still sitting here waiting for it, and everybody still says it's coming. Yeah. But uh, I would love to use both of my quests to play Beat Saber together yeah. with friends. It would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So that uh, has to happen. I mean, they should, they shouldn't, that should have been a day one thing, in my opinion, is, you know, how do you sell a console, what I consider a console, a VR console to, to a household full of adults and kids that want to play it, but there's no way to go in and play your own version of the mm-hmm. game. There's no way to go in and, and have your friends on, on the friend list. Like it's, it's a little silly. Oh, also this just dawned on me. Just thought I'd throw this out there real quick. Uh, the next pixel ripped game, maybe a little bit of multiplayer pers- uh, possibilities, you know, maybe a little two player <laughs> action, just throwing it out there. Maybe it would be like cool. Some kind of like massive pop. multiplayer yeah. game. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> just for one level, though. You should have never said level. that. You should have never said that. You just you gotta do an MMORPG just for one level. All that works. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I love MMOs. I, I mean, I love I love multiplayer in general. I love MMOs though, and uh, I think you know it would be cool to pull up next to somebody on a pixel ripped arcade, or you yeah. know, have somebody sitting yeah. next to you with with the sticks. It would be fun. I mean. Everybody knows me with my multiplayer stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just thought I'd take the opportunity to mention. Yeah, that you know, and 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 you should be actually uh, flattered that Alex played your game because if there's no multiplayer, Alex <laughs> usually will not play it. <sighs> like, I just want to throw this guy under the bus real quick and say he has not played Boneworks. I know. He has not played The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Shame, shame. I, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I feel you, but it is, it is true. I prefer to share my experiences. I really yeah. do. It's, it's, I am way more apt to get into an experience if I know somebody's in there waiting for me. Yeah. I just, I just want to connect with everybody. You know what I mean? So fucking hit me up, people. Let's play some games together. That <laughs> um, being said, I think we're almost at the end here. Yeah, we yeah. definitely are. Anna, yeah. Anna, what do you think? You got anything that, uh, that's pressing before we wrap this up? Uh, I just want to say we are in Luna sales. <laughs> Luna sales on the Quest on Steam. Uh, yeah, and lunar like sales. Thank you all for. <laughs> so, yes. so Pixel Rips is on sale. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we are on sale on Lunar sale on Steam and on the Quest. Cool. And which means yeah. these awesome games are less money. So you, sh if you don't own them, go buy them now. Oh, and you know what? Actually, folks. I actually have a copy of Pixel Ripped 1995 on Steam to give away. Um, and it's not a code. It's a situation where like someone needs to be added as a friend to unlock it. So if you don't have 95 yet and uh, you want to see if you can get a copy from me before you inevitably pick it up on sale right now, shoot me a DM on Twitter and I will just pick one of you. So if you're into it and you don't have Pixel Rip 1995, shoot me a DM on Twitter and I will or not hook you up. If I like you, maybe I will. Um, otherwise, if I don't hook you up, I'll tell you that I didn't hook you up and then you can go scoop this up on sale because uh, Pixel Ripped amazing. We're yes. huge fans. And if yes. you're a gamer and you haven't played it, you're doing something wrong. You should probably scoop it up and, and take it for a spin. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of your games, not just the Pixel Ripped games. I love the line. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of, of stuff coming out that you guys have. So I'm I'm, uh, you know, we talked a lot about Pixel Ripped because Pixel Ripped is just so amazing. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of other good experience or not good, but great experiences that you guys have created. Yeah, coming from Arvory, so, immersive experiences out of yeah. Brazil. They're super awesome. Uh, and so is Anna. Anna, thank yes. you again so much for joining us. Uh, it is so great to catch up with you anytime I have the opportunity to. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Maybe thank in person. You. It was great. Thanks for having me here. Thanks, everyone, for coming to watch. It was Great talking to you guys. <laughs> it was. Say bye yeah, to Anna, everyone. All right. We're going to eject you from the ship, Anna. Bye. See ya. And with that, Anna Hibero is gone, and we had a marvelous time with her. We did. Uh, thank you guys for joining us here in the chat. VR Central has been chilling. Morb Central, uh, Quicksilva, um, Tones My Bones, Dark Angel, Obscure Nerd, VR Andy. Dude, what's up, man? Thanks for being here. Um, Onion Man 77 as well has been in the chat, chatting it up. You guys are all awesome. You what's, are. What's happening next week? Next week, we have Sleepy from the VR Master League. Ooh. This guy, uh, he announced, he's an announcer for the VR Master League. He does all kinds of stuff with VRML, man. He, he is an amazing dude. He's a nice guy. Uh, if you don't know what the VR Master League is, it's like a, a it's it's a it's an esports league. You're gonna learn next week. Yeah, you are. It's we're really, gonna dive really into it, stuff. and it is seriously awesome. And uh, all the people who work yeah. at VRML are incredible, and we're so stoked to get Sleepy on the show to talk about his work with VRML and yeah. uh, Phaser Lock Interactive, uh, who make Final Assault, which we did a uh, tournament recently for. Um, so Cody, I love you. Duck Dive Dodge, um, Secrets of. Thank you for being here. We will see you guys a week from today with Sleepy Casts. Until next time, everyone, have a great day. Bye. See ya. <laughs>